Hello, my name is James and this is a 469bce.com presentation. How to avoid personality clashes. Avoiding personality clashes centers on developing high levels of interpersonal communication skills and emotional intelligence. Such skills and intelligence are important to the individual and vital for the team. When I look for the applicable definitions, the book A Dictionary of Sociology tells me interpersonal communication concerns face-to-face -face interaction and often studies paralanguages such as body movements and spatial arrangements. And the book A Dictionary of Psychology tells me that emotional intelligence is the ability to monitor one's own and other people's emotions, to discriminate between different emotions and label them appropriately, and to use emotional information to guide thinking and behaviour. We do not have to like the people we work with, but we do have to get on with them. If our team has one person with a poor attitude, it's a problem for management. If we add to the problem with our attitude, the whole team has a problem. One small note, if everyone on the team seems to have a bad attitude, it may be us that have the problem. Our interpersonal communication skills and emotional intelligence should develop and grow as we get older. It's part of so-called maturity. The problem is that we all display different maturity levels in different aspects of our life. In some things we're all grown up. In others we allow our inner child to come out to play. A prime example of this is automatic emotional responses. Things where we don't think, we just react. For example, where a person has been bitten by a dog, dogs may always provoke a negative response. Two of the ways this affects me are past conflicts and myths expressed as facts. As a schoolboy, my school had lots of bullies who worked in groups. Even today, I have a tendency to avoid groups of young people. As a child, a misguided uncle once told me a story that involved rats and toilets. It was so bad, I still write about it 50 years later. It is this kind of automatic response that can affect our relationships with others. If we allow people to continually rub us up the wrong way, an automatic response is likely to develop. Then, every time we see a person, we will always expect the worst. The mind will instantly prepare us for conflict, and in extreme cases, it will prompt us to attack before we are attacked. This is not a great situation, and is detrimental to any notion of teamwork. In trying to recognise these issues, and develop my own interpersonal and emotional skills, I have come to identify strongly with the model Situation, Attention, Appraisal, Response. You can find more about this in the Handbook of Emotion Regulation. I take this to mean 1. Something significant to us occurs. 2. We turn our attention to it. 3. We assess it. 4. We respond to it. It is our assessment and response that are vital. Someone says something. We think about what's been said. We assess it on a sliding scale between insult and compliment. And we respond. When our thoughts are rational, we make sure we haven't misunderstood the situation or what has been said. Where our response is automatic and emotional, 
we are likely to make mistakes and create problems for ourselves and our team. Needless to say, I advise mature and rational responses over automatic emotional outbursts. So what can we do about it? To start things off, we can remind ourselves on a daily basis that we have complete control over how we respond to every situation we face. We cannot control the people around us, but we can control our response to their attitude, actions and personality. Time and time again we hear that in an emergency, panic is the greatest enemy. We are much more likely to survive a personality clash if we stay calm and deliver a measured response. Don't mistake this approach as surrendering. Mostly, it's just about standing our ground by taking a neutral position. Like dealing with a playground bully, don't step back, but never step forward. Maintain a position whilst giving the other person a way out, a way to save face. In my experience, high intelligence, being brainy, does not often come with high emotional intelligence, being good with feelings and emotions. Often it's the most intelligent people that show the greatest lack of thought for others. Sometimes we have to do the thinking for both sides of an argument. I have come up with 10 practical steps to avoid personality clashes. Number one, think before speaking. Number two, understand and control our own automatic, immature responses. Number three, understand who you are talking to and allow for the fact that we all operate on different levels for different things. A rocket scientist will work without pause on the most technical and sophisticated information. The same person will be reduced to reading out loud and double-checking everything when using an unfamiliar recipe. Number four, learn when to ignore things. I always admire good referees who know when to turn a deaf ear. They allow a player to vent their frustrations within reason and it's a great way to keep relationships on the field of play positive. Number five, be clear in stating your point of view. Don't allow for ambiguity or misunderstandings. Number six, take control of known situations by planning for them. Number seven, be spatially aware. Don't crowd people. Don't project anger or any other negative emotion. Give people space. Number eight, practice a mindful approach to all situations. Number nine, present a friendly face. Control the tone of your voice and project a positive attitude. And finally, number 10, recognize and be aware of sensitive issues. Try to understand the motivations of others and take time to formulate an appropriate response. Thank you for listening and good luck with your future endeavors.